Last week we talked about Jesus' baptism. Remember when the heavens opened and a voice from heaven spoke? Well, here's the verse in Matthew 3, 16 and 17. And when Jesus was baptized, immediately he went up from the water, and behold, the heavens were opened to him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and coming to rest on him. And behold, a voice from heaven said, This is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. Well, today we're going to find someone who actually taunts that voice and calls Jesus' identity into question. Are you ready? Let's go. Okay, today's passage is all about Jesus' spirit-led journey into the desert where he is tempted by the devil. This account parallels the Israelites wandering in the desert for 40 years also being tested. The big difference, however, is that Jesus didn't fail any of the tests that were thrown at him. In this account, we see Jesus tempted three times by the devil, and each time we see Jesus come back at the enemy with the truth of God's word. Now, what the enemy does here is use those words that were heard from heaven against Jesus, taunting him, calling him to forsake the truth and prove that he is who he says he is. Here's the account found in Matthew 4, 1 through 11. Then Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. After fasting 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. And the tempter came and said to him, If you are the Son of God, command these stones to become loaves of bread. But he answered, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him to the holy city and set him on the pinnacle of the temple and said to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down, for it is written, He will command His angels concerning you, and on their hands they will bear you up, lest you strike your foot against a stone. Jesus said to him, Again it is written, You shall not put the Lord your God to the test. Again the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. And he said to him, All these I will give you, if you will fall down and worship me. Then Jesus said to him, Be gone, Satan, for it is written, You shall worship the Lord your God, and him only shall you serve. Then the devil left him, and behold, angels came and were ministering to him. If you are the Son of God, if you are the Son of God, that's what Satan was going after Jesus with, because he must have heard that voice from heaven too. This is the Son of God, with whom I am well pleased. And then Satan comes at him, if you really are the Son of God, do this, do this. Satan realized that wasn't working, so on the third test, he just said, bow to me and I'll give you the kingdoms of the world and their glory. Remember, Jesus was in a very weak state at this point. He had fasted 40 days and 40 nights. But again, this did not pull Jesus away from the truth. There's a lot here, but the main takeaway I want us to see is that Jesus was tempted by the enemy, but he did not give in to the temptation, even in the midst of the excruciating desires like food. 
He did not give in, but trusted and relied on God. He remained faithful to God. He never sinned. In the midst of hunger, thirst, and temptation, Jesus never turned away from God and sinned. But he was tempted, right? So when we read verses like Hebrews chapter 4, verses 14 through 16, that says this, Since then, we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God. Let us hold fast our confession. Listen to this, verse 15. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who in every respect has been tempted as we are, yet without sin. And then verse 16. Let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. So, When we read verses like that, we can grasp the meaning. We can really get it and understand that Jesus knows what it's like to be tempted. We're not alone down here thinking, you don't know what it's like. You don't get it. I'm having a hard time. Not at all. The joy here is that Jesus understands. It's spelled out completely. He went through temptation like us. He understands what we're going through. The utter helplessness that we feel sometimes when our sin is in front of our face, we can with confidence, though. As the verse says, when we find ourselves in those moments, draw near to the throne of grace that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. How encouraging is that? Let this passage encourage us today. That this is our leader. This is our Lord. This is the one that we're submitting to. This is the one who remained faithful to God throughout the most difficult of times. What an example. What a Lord. What a Savior. All right, that's it. Be sure to check out CoreyMansfield.com for more episodes and articles. I'm also going to be posting some YouTube devotionals on the site soon. So be on the lookout, and I look forward to talking again real soon.